This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! Spoiler alert! What Did You Watch This Week is a candid discussion about recent movies and TV shows, and it may contain spoilers if you haven't watched them yet. Listen at your own risk. number 327 what did you watch this week my name is mike my name is john yo yo what up john oh not much looking at my list seeing what i watched yeah yep what about you i watched some stuff and things i'll tell you what john i got home at two o'clock in the morning yep i'm seeing the killers uh yep. i had a long long which day which is why we're recording tuesday yeah yeah it's tuesday i had a long long day yeah and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. So, yeah. It was a good time, though. It was well worth it. I would do it again and again and again and again. Awesome. Yep, I would. I would do it repeatedly. <laughs> because the killers were awesome. Killer? They were killer. They were killer. Yeah, they were killer. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what they were. I bought Kate a sweatshirt. It cost $80. Holy Jesus. Yeah, it was a little. That's a little like much. one hour overtime for you. It was, it was a little. <laughs> I wish. It's like two. It was. Uh, <laughs> hold on. It's. Uh, do math, Michael. Do math. Hour and a half. But. Take out taxes. It's two. Uh, yeah. No, it was awesome. Uh, I would highly recommend if you're a fan of the killers, as you are, my friend, uh, make it a point to go. Nice. Make it a point to, to, to go if they're in town again. I, I remember that originally when you told me about this, I was looking to possibly buy tickets. But uh, at the time, we were trying to think. We hadn't moved in yet. We we're still trying to get a place. And we didn't know what COVID was going to look like. We didn't know what the world was going to look like. So we Yeah, we, 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 bought, tickets in se- we bought tickets in September mm. of 2021. <laughs> For Which the means, October 3rd, 2022 conference. Con, might have been August of 2021. It was over That's a year. what it was. Yeah, we were gearing up to move in, so we had to have the security the first month, last month. Yeah, it yep. was well over a year. Yeah. That was what was crazy <laughs> about it, but it was awesome. You know, we, we've actually, we saw Stevie Nicks a week and a half ago. Saw the Killers last night, and we're going to see Greta Van Fleet on Saturday. Nice. So... Music, but, but uh, this past week, it's almost um, getting to the point where you're gonna have to start a music podcast. Yeah, nah, probably not. Uh, this past week, I watched a lot of movies though, and I, I don't know. I watched it. I watched a. Uh, you know what it was? Because um, we didn't a go plethora? anywhere over the weekend. We watched a shit ton. That's my official weight of measure. We didn't. We didn't. I, we didn't go anywhere over the weekend. We basically like sat home. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I got a lot watched and watched a lot of movies. And um, yeah. I did the opposite of that. I went out yep. and 
went to we tried to go to Freeport because Freeport was having its uh, fall festival this weekend. Oh, we how like, was that? Yeah. Oh, you said uh, tried. You didn't make it. No idea, because we got to Freeport, and, like, we, we hit the second exit as you're heading southbound. So there's, like, 22 and then 20. So yep. we were heading to 20. I looked at 22, and there was a line of cars across the bridge. And I was like, maybe they're having some construction. Nope. That was a line of cars trying to get into Freeport proper. Yeah. Uh, we got off at exit 20 and pulled in there, and it was it was about 20 to 30 cars deep at all times just trying to find parking spaces. Yeah. Like it was just trying to find a place to park. Um, it was insane. So we drove around for maybe five or 10 minutes. Both of us, like our anxiety climbing up as we're like trying to find a parking spot. There were people that were parking on the sidewalk, people that were parking where there was no parking spots. Um, I hate that. And then there were pedestrians everywhere. So like you try to turn up a street and you'd have like line after line of people crossing the street. Um, it was so we went to Brunswick instead. Had some tacos from a street truck uh, called Taco the Town. Uh, it was, in the park there? Yep. 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 Uh, walked around town, walked into a couple of stores, just kind of had loose. a nice relaxing. No, uh, been to that bull moose. It's a little crowded. Um, like all the shelves are very close to each other. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but no, we we had a good time, enjoyed the crisp fall air. Nice. Saw some dogs. Yeah. Got some ideas for nice. Christmas presents. There you go. We're keeping it simple this year at Christmas. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Wesley asked for a switch. Turn Uh, it over and hit it. uh, Addison, not sure. Kanan, I think I'm going to try to get him some Bruins tickets. Hmm. Christmas birthday combo. That's what's brewing? (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Yeah, so I think I'm going to try and do is get him some Bruins tickets. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so uh, I watched zero movies, by the way. I watched one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, I know. I know. And you know what's funny? <sighs> uh, I jokes. I didn't hate any of them. Whoa. Interesting. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> TV shows. I did not yes. watch any more Lord of the Rings. I did not watch Cobra Kai. Okay. I didn't watch any more Cobra Kai either. Uh, like I said, I'm basically just going to put it on 1.5 speed and just yeah. run right through it. But Burn it. Burn it when up. I feel like it. Did you watch any more Lords of the Rings? Nope. Not yet. Just uh, don't feel like it. It's one of those shows where like we look at it. it Basically, this is what happens, you know, with dinner or with, you know, a weekend or something like that. We're like, all right, let's put on a show. What do you feel like? Well, this, uh, this. Uh, this week, we ended up picking up a new show, um, which is it's good asterisks. Uh, it's Dahmer, the one on Netflix. OK, so we started that as well. And I will also say it's a good asterisk. How many episodes you watch? Three. We watched two. And Kate was like, all right, I think I've had enough of that. She's like, I'm not sure if I want to keep watching this or if it's just too off for me. Mm-hmm. How about you guys? Um, Julie is much more into it than I am. Um, I still want to watch it with her. But, yeah, we we can do like one episode at a time. And then it's like, yeah. OK, we either have to watch something else or we just we can't do that anymore. It's it's dark. 
it's not only dark, but like I told her and she actually laughed quite a bit. Um, the thing for me that's really killing me more than anything, like it's dark, but it's so fucking slow. Like, oh, it if, is. If if they could speed up some of these parts, like even so, his delivery of the lines, like he'll just be sitting there and he's like, I want to watch the movie. That's how he was, allegedly. Jedi. And then some of them, like by the third episode, I'm asking her, I'm like, okay, how could they have known this? Like, did he confess this to them? Did he, because there's things that they start showing where it's like, okay, this was a victim and nobody ever saw what happened to them. So how do they know? How do the police know? Or how can they recreate this? Or are they just dramatizing it? Some, from what I've heard, he confessed everything. Okay. In detail. Okay. Um, the first episode of how he got captured that's what the mm-hmm. whole first episode is, was like spot on to what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, and that took, and it dragged out. And it was funny because I, I said to Kate, I go, boy, his, his arrest was pretty anticlimactic, wasn't it? And she was like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm like, but then again, it's not a movie. This is reality. This is right. what really happened. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think they're trying, I think they're trying to make it as, true to story as possible and minimizing the dramatization of everything. Yes. I I've seen some like side-by-side comparisons uh, where it's like, here's the real footage and here is the, uh, and didn't they have either at the end of the first or second episode, they had like the actual call that Niecy Nash's character made to. Yeah. It was at the end. I think it was at the end of the first episode. Yeah. And they play the actual the actual call of recording, yeah. Basically, where she's like, you know, where's that boy? Is he okay? And they're like, ma'am, it's fine. Second he's episode. Fine. Yeah, it was the, the second, second episode. Because she's like, he's just a boy. No, he's an adult, ma'am. Yeah. No, that's his boyfriend. You know, that's people that – that's their lifestyle. Like, you know, I'm not going to – Because they were all creeped out by the fact that it yeah. was a homosexual relationship. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, you're also finding that it's a little it's a bit much to watch, like especially a back to back thing. I don't know. It's so dark yeah. and so thick and so heavy and so slow. Oh, my God. It's so slow. Yeah, it's very it's very slow. But yeah. So, yeah, um, that was my so that was my way of explaining the Lord of the Rings. So it's like it most nights of the week we get one show, you know, one episode of one show. And so, you know, it'll be like for a while there it was Euphoria and Doctor Who, kind of jumping back and forth between those. Um yeah. this has jumped in there, so you know, that's three nights right there where we did Dahmer. Um yeah. so that's why we haven't really gotten back to Lord of the Rings yet. Um both still very interested. It's just one of those, like when we say, here's all the shows that we're currently watching, you know, we're like, Oh, we're already on a roll with this. or We're already on a roll with this. So I feel like Lord of the Rings, we're going to come back to, and then it'll be like multiple days in a row catching up. So, yeah. Have they, um, made a date yet for the, they just keep saying this month or October for what? Uh, the new Doctor Who. Uh, I haven't seen an official date yet. No. Okay. No. Yeah. Um, either have I. We uh, we did watch two more episodes, and here's what's really 
killer about this. Ah, killers, get it? So the Angels take Manhattan. Yeah. Should have been a very powerful episode. This was the farewell of the pawns. This was, you know, the ending of them. And, uh, you know, I told Julia right from the get go, I was like, I have problems with this episode. And then like five seconds in when the Statue of Liberty's taken on that guy, I'm like, there's one of them right there. Like somebody will always be looking at that. There will always be somebody staring at the Statue of Liberty now that it has moved in town. Like it's just always going to happen. So there's no yeah. way it can ever move again. Um, so we got to the end and she's like, I should have felt bad. Like I should have been emotionally upset about this because it's them leaving. But there were so many, like they handled it so poorly. They changed the rules, of the angels, um, everything was just different. It just, it wasn't a very good send off. It wasn't a very good episode slash send off. And it should have been both. It should have been great. It should have been, you know, it's Stephen Moffat writing again. It's yep. the angels. Um, yeah. it's the farewell to the There's, pawns. Like it should have been emotional. Yes, it should have been. So then we watched the next episode, which was the 2012 Christmas special, The Snowmen. Mm-hmm. And this was, and I, I walked into this episode and I said, now, remember, you know how sometimes they recycle actors and actresses? And she's like, yeah. And I said, so here we have, you know, this actress was Souffle Girl in Asylum of the Daleks. She's like, oh, okay. By the end of the episode, it was all choked up, all emotional. It was, it was you know, watching her get dragged off the cloud that the TARDIS was on and she falls down and dies. I mean, the whole episode was brilliant. The the banter was great. Strax, Jenny and Madame Vastra were awesome. Um, Clara was spot on. Like it was just so perfect. And she's like, this is how I should have felt at the end of the pawns. Like this is how yes. I should have felt yes. when they left. And this is a Christmas special with a one-off character. And I'm, I'm this emotional. She's like, this is how it should have been. And I said, yep, you are 100% correct. And then they give you the little preview. You know, we find out that her name was Clara Oswin Oswald and that in Asylum of the Daleks, that was Oswin Oswald. And yep. I'm like, yep. Cause I told her, I was like, next episode, we get the next companion. She's probably my favorite companion ever. And uh, she's like, I want this one to be the companion. I was like, I know you do. And, so then we see the preview of, you know, modern day Clara standing in the graveyard with her friend. And she's like, I'm not afraid of ghosts. She's like, wait a minute. And I was like, I can lie. It's not that character. Victor, you know? Right. It's the actress. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's still a lot more to come. Nice. Because now it's a mystery. Now it's the, um, the impossible girl. Mm, yes. So, yeah. So that's where we're at with that. I'm trying to look at any other show. I did end up watching the fourth episode of reboot because I put it on in the background. Um, Oh, how was it? Basically at the end of the third episode, um, the ladies had slept together. And so this one was them dealing with that. Um, you know, and Brie is an older woman. So she's like, you know, they played up that she's not hip to the lingo and the terminology and stuff. And mm-hmm. the guys were like, oh, we saw that actress. She was on a reality show and she screwed everybody over and she's going to screw you over because she's just trying to get, you know, bigger in Hollywood. And the girl's like, no, that was a scripted show. All reality shows are scripted. You know, all the fights, all the drama, that's all scripted. She's like, that's not who I am as a person. So eh, um, it's not that great, but it was something good in the background. Sure. I think that's uh, we watched the Connors. Yeah, I like it. It's still good. It's nothing spectacular, but I just 
22 minutes that I enjoy and laugh. Nice. Um, we watched the last couple episodes and finished up this season's Deadliest Catch. Nice. Again, it's just a show we enjoy watching. Did anyone die? Nope. Nope. Not this season. Not the deadliest then. Fair enough, I guess. Um, we watched the season premiere of CSI Vegas. And uh, Catherine Willows is back. The actress that plays, I think, Marge LeBrand or something like that. Uh, she played Catherine Willows. She's back this year. Because um, uh, uh, William Peterson and Georgia Fox there, they're not on the show this season. They had okay. to come back for that last season. They're kind of gone. Um, it seems like they started the storyline that's going to be overarching all throughout the episodes, which they did last season for that short season. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I still I, we enjoy it. It's a fun procedural show. Um, they really dive into the new modern, like high tech forensic stuff that no one actually has, but it exists. Um, it really causes like people to watch too much TV to think this is how it is everywhere around the United States when it's clearly not. Mm. But it's a show we enjoy. Yep. <coughs> nice. We finished. If you the, like the if you like the original run, you'll like this, no doubt. Okay. We um, uh, finished off how to build a sex room. Oh yeah. Yep. Did they build it, another sex room? Yeah. Um. The the last two were like, eh. you know, the yeah. it was the van life ladies that we told you about, and yes, basically yes. rebuilt their van a little bit. They did some cool stuff, like they put a a full size, uh, well, queen size bed in there with cubbies underneath for storage and a bed sure, for their dog, sure. and then they reinforced the top. So that they could go up there and have, you know, kinky sex under the stars, um, <clears throat> put in hard points for a sex swing that was custom made. Uh, and then the last one was a woman who was 50 or 51. She's a stand up comedian and she just got divorced. She'd been married for 20 something years and life is beginning for her and she wants to have fun having the sex with people. So she's mm-hmm. like, I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm looking to have lots of sex. So I'm just looking for the sex. Yeah. So she's like, I got this little outdoor space. And it was basically like a lean to out back tacked onto her house, like no windows or anything. And uh, they're standing there looking at it. And the, the host is like, you know, OK, I guess we could do this. We could do this. And suddenly you hear this. Hello there. And you look and there's just like this like waist high chain link fence. And her neighbor's like, hi, coming out to see you. And the host is like. Uh, that's not going to do. We, we can't put a sex. <laughs> it's like, we need to put up a fence. Oh, she's okay. Yeah. Gosh. It feels inappropriate. Um, I, we did not watch game of Thrones or game of dragons or house of dragons this week yet. Uh, we, we usually watch it Friday after uh, Monday after I get out of work, but we went to a concert instead. And then we didn't have time to watch it today because I had a late day at work still. Um, you said you had made watched the choice. There. Yeah, I made yeah. the choice to uh, um, read a recap instead of watching it. Yeah. And between the recap, which AV Club is usually spot on with me. So I read the yeah. AV Club recap and then Julia read through some um, showed me some funny memes about the episode. So we know everything that happened. Um, okay. And it was much more enjoyable than watching the show. I promise you that. Oh, geez. So, yeah. That's not good. Well, I guess we'll hold off till next week and see yep. if I end up watching it or not. Whatever. Yeah. So, uh, we do. We do bid a fond farewell to season two of Resident Alien. 
finally. Like, I double-checked. I was like, is this really the season finale? Yes, yes, it is. 16 episodes. Hey, I'm not complaining. I enjoyed it. Yep, yep. Um, They split it up halfway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, So, uh, Alien Baby there gives Asta Goliath's message, if you will, um, that he and his people and the Greys made a deal. The Greys have human hybrids on Earth, which we meet Joseph, who is... We've met in previous episodes, you know, is kind of torturing people and he killed the alien hunter trying to kill his son and mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, he killed Peter, bloody blah, blah, blah. Uh, this episode was also intercut with a bunch of people giving their their live, like almost like a reality show type thing or investigatory show, like their true alien experiences. And we meet a lot of people that we don't, typically see um on the show or or like well not typically see we have people that we we've never seen on the show mm-hmm. and then um the deputy there yep what's her name i can't think of her name uh she appeared on the show she appeared on this this reality type investigatorial show talking about when she saw an alien we well, also see I just wanted to point out real quick, like I don't have the premium peacock. I just have the baseline one that has commercials. Yeah. There were no commercials this time. It was just those testimonials. Every time it would be time for a commercial. Oh, that's, I thought that was kind of interesting. Okay. Um, so she tells, you know, uh, sheriff big black, (laughs) uh, I know every time, but she tells him about aliens. And for the first time, he kind of believes her. Because they have Peter's van because they're trying to investigate his disappearance. Um, they, his body was found. They say it was like a, some sort of accident or whatnot. Um, they have his van. These two police officers show up and and the sheriff and, and the deputy's boyfriend there hid the van. <laughs> and when she kind of goes to – and I thought of her interaction were weird as she is a police officer herself and she's at her home and these police officers from another town show up and they're asking to look in her garage. She should have been like, yeah. um, no. Okay, first uh, off, jurisdiction. Secondly, I'm, I'm the police here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't have jurisdiction mm. here. And, and, you know, we determined that they're not actual police officers. Mm-hmm. Um, so they Which- leave to – you could have forgiven her if she thought, oh, these guys aren't real police officers. I'm just going to play along. But the sheriff had to tell it. Those weren't police officers. Yeah. I know because I pulled the oldest cliched trick in the book where I said, hey, say hi to this guy for me. And they said, OK. And that yeah. guy doesn't exist. But they're like, we're going to believe you now. You know, mm-hmm. you tell us what's going on. Yep. Um, Harry uh, shows up to General McAllister, turns himself in, if you will. Because they basically just, well, first, he is going to say goodbye to the baby. Him and Harry and the baby are going to get an escape pod because the gray hybrid showed up and said, hey, you can leave. We'll leave you be, but we're going to destroy this planet. He's like, cool. Uh, But Sahar shows up and is saying goodbye to the baby and on and on and on. And and that's what makes Harry realize, like, this whole, like, friendship, how friendship works, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Darcy shows up to talk to Asta. And she's mad because Asa's hiding something from her. And she thinks it's that Harry killed the doctor mm-hmm. from the first episode because she found the cooler with the medication that Asa had hidden in her room. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when Harry reveals that he's an alien, instead of being freaked out, she's like, oh, this explains everything. And he's like, <laughs> I'm hey, so glad it wasn't a murder. Tall alien over here. 
Um, and she's just like, oh, I'm just don't ever keep anything from me, blah, 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 blah. So, like, Harry's learning about friendship and love I, and this and I like how they then went through all of the different times that they lied to her. And she's like, OK, you said medical conference. Oh, no, that was an alien thing. Oh, yes. cool. OK, that explains it. Yeah, yes, that was good as well. Um, so, yeah, so Haley, Harry sent his son back to their home planet for safety. And then he got captured by McAllister because he's like, we need to work together to stop the greys. Because his vision from the future, he had killed her. And he, yes. and that was allegedly what caused the problem. Yes. And Goliath said, do not kill her. She's the only one that can stop this. And he had killed yep. her. You're correct. So that's why we see in the previous episode, he's kind of strangling and he lets her go. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter's son gets abducted again. And to hitch in a ride. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, we see him on the spaceship and we see Ben. And I don't know if we've mentioned this or not, but the Greys are voiced by um, Solo. Um, Mr. Sulu, I mean. Oh, yeah. Um, George Takei. Yeah. Oh, my. Which I think is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we see Peter there and then we see Ben, the mayor. He's also been abducted, and they make the comment that, oh, we have your child, and Ben's baby is in a incubator thing. Yeah. Which is weird because, you know, then we have to get the flashback of them taking his wife away. Yes. Yeah, we get the flashback of her being taken away, so that she didn't really miscarry or suddenly not be pregnant they they took the th- you know the womb of the fetus mm-hmm. out of the womb so yep so this is clearly being set up for another season and i wonder if it's gonna be like a third and final season the way they're setting it up maybe i because can't imagine it, that they're gonna keep going right i mean they've built everything towards this battle with the grays mm-hmm. and i think we're gonna see a resolution and that's gonna kind of be the end of it yep which I'd be okay with that. That yeah, tells a nice story. We already know that the future is, you know, going to change if they change that, you know, if yeah. they, so yeah. yeah, I'd be okay with that. <sighs> Let's see. Resident alien. Yeah. Oh, ghost was back. Yes. Kind of a basic episode. Still loved it though. You know, it's they, it's their first first guess because the other guests left when they fell through the floor at the end of last season, the first season. I, I like how they just wrote that off. They're just like, yeah. yeah, they left us a one star review and never came back. So essentially, they tell the ghosts, let's get this storyline through. They tell the ghosts, do not spy on the guests, leave them alone. But we like to spy on the guests. It's the only thing we've ever done is watch people. Mm-hmm. And then they decide, oh, well, the ghosts can watch the guests to help them be happy, you know, to help them get a good Yelp review because they need a good Yelp review because the last guest gave them a one star, even though they never stayed there. Yep. So if they get um, two of them that are one star, then, you know, they're sunk. Yeah. So the ghosts, are, these people, they cannot be pleased and they write horrible, scathing Yelp reviews about places and restaurants and and hotels and everything i mean they just rip everything apart 
nothing ever satisfies them. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to bend over backwards to satisfy these guests. And the ghosts are helping them by telling them what's going on. And um, the husband there, I can't think of his name, but that's okay. He, uh, he finally has enough when they when they're making fun of her, her perfume now, because it's like the last thing she has of her mom is this perfume. Mm-hmm. And he goes out and rips into them about this and that and blah, blah, blah. And the people come back with like, well, wait a second. How, how do you know what you said? We've been spying on us and eavesdropping. And they go, uh, well, um, you write all these horrible reviews about people on Yelp. Well, how do you know that? Because your name's right on there. Uh, 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 those reviews are anonymous. Uh, no, they're not. Look, <laughs> your name is right there. No, that's what we see on our computer because we're entering it in. Uh, no. And they look at it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We buried your sister's like clam shack or whatever it mm-hmm. was. And then he's like, where are you going? I have to go unplug my computer to take those reviews off the Internet. So they clearly yeah. know how the Internet works. Yep. <laughs> but they did leave them a five star review and also commented multiple times in the review how their account got hacked and left all these nasty reviews for everybody else. So. It was funny. It was um, the B story was that Isaac is trying to make good. Yeah. Well, I loved in the beginning when we thought that um, her husband could see the ghosts. You know, Jay, from, yes. Yeah. From when yeah, he, he fell he down got, and he fell down and got knocked out. And yes. Yeah. So he came downstairs and he's like, Pete, oh, my God, it's Pete. And Pete's standing right there. And he's like, oh, my God, you can see us. And he's like, where's your arrow? And it was the delivery guy standing behind yeah. him with a shirt that looked kind of like a cub master. Yeah. Um, Oh man, but, I yeah, liked the, it because he's like he wants to see them so bad. Yes. Yeah. Um, Isaac and Nigel are trying to spend time together. They're trying to get to know each other, and Thorfinn is just too boisterous, and you know he's just too much, and and Nigel can't handle it. You know he's very prim and proper, and everything is, um, you know, too much for him. So he tells Isaac that because. You know, Isaac was like, oh, no, I'm not going to talk to him. Bury emotions down. And he's like, oh, yes, that's terrible. Why would you even talk to somebody in a relationship? Oh, right. Um, Why would you want to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Hetty, Hetty's, Hetty's, I think, it's, yeah, her, like, do you, you blah, 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 until it eats you up inside and then blah, blah. And she's like, yep. He's like, yeah, maybe a conversation won't be so bad. <laughs> so, but they can't hang out at the shed because Nigel's ex boyfriend is in the shed. Yeah. And constantly, yep. like, deriding them. So, uh, Isaac tells Thorfinn, you know, hey, you're too much of a bro. You're too much. And Thorfinn's like, fine, I'll disappear. And he's like, cool. You know, thinking that that's just what it is. So Thorfinn moves to the basement. Uh, we get to see the cholera ghost, especially the one that was married to Pete for a little while. She comes yeah. up and she's like, hey, he's kind of bumming everybody out. I love and, uh, Hey, guys. Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. It's here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like when they're down in the basement, like. Yeah, he's sleeping. Yeah, the floor's pretty uneven here, so we kind of got used to sleeping and staying up like cattle. Yep. <laughs> uh, but basically, they find some middle ground. You know, uh, Isaac says, hey, you know what? You're my friend, and that's more important. And Because uh, they saw a documentary on the Spice Girls. And he's like, Nigel, if you want to be my boyfriend, you're going to have to get with my friends. Um, <laughs> and then we find out that Thorfinn and Nigel both like watching ants. So they've yeah. got that in common. So now they can bond over that. How boring is it to be dead that if you enjoy watching ants, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, I love the show. My wife loves the show. It's wonderful. Um, it really is. Yeah. 
so I see we've still got well, Quantum Leap, She-Hulk. See, that's another show. And or The Rookie. So Quantum Leap. Yep. What did you think? Um, I thought that like if I was trying to recap this to somebody, I could very easily say um, several near-death experiences. And then he leaps. Yeah. Um, the well, nice they, thing is they, they really painted themselves in a corner on episode two by putting him in outer space. Yes. Because yeah. in one hand, Sam never went to outer space. Dr. Right. Beckett. On yes. the second, on the other hand, so you want to try to have kind of original stories, but on the other hand, you're really limiting what you can do and what can happen. Yeah. However, and it turns out that, you know, his first, the, this guy that he leaped into, I think they were going for actual historical stuff here. Um, but maybe not. So this guy got hit by space debris while he was out on a walk and died originally. So now, you know, he's warned about it. He doesn't get hit by the debris. Oh, but wait, because he didn't get hit by the debris. It hit the panels. And when they go to reenter, the whole thing is going to explode and everyone's going to die. Okay, so now he has to convince the crew, let's, you know, do something about this. And the captain's like, no, we're fine. Let's just get back down to Earth now. And he's like, no, we're going to break up in our orbit. And he's like, now they're fine. Everything's fine. So he finally convinces him. They'll go to Muir. They'll go to the Russians. Um, yeah. But they can't because when they get over there and they're like, help, help. Well, the Russians are still on Russian time, so they're sleeping. Yeah. So then he has to launch himself over there and basically knock on the front door and be like, hey, we need help. And then everybody's fine. And then in true quantum leap fashion, I, it didn't take them long to do this. The next one that he leaps into, he's just standing there and gets punched right in the face with a boxing glove. So he jumped into a boxer. Yep. Or somebody getting hit by a boxer. <laughs> right. Exactly. So here's my issue with it. Okay. Not issue. Let me take that back. It's not an issue. I was explaining this to my wife. The big difference between this quantum leap and the original quantum leap is that Dr. Beckett stepped in the quantum leap accelerator and vanished. Yep. And we know why he stepped in it. He wanted to test it out. Yep. So we never see back end stuff. We only really, we only like through all every season, all the episodes, we really only ever see what's going on um, where Sam is. Where he's left Occasionally, into. you've got Al interviewing the person who switched bodies with him. Yes, which they don't do in this one. No. They still haven't um, explained yes. it two, two episodes we, in. We have seen Ziggy. We saw Ziggy a few times in the original series. Yeah. The one, the Leap Home episode where Al and Sam somehow traded places because they got struck by lightning. Yeah. So Sam got to see his wife and everything. Like, you know, we, we got to see him more in home than previously. This episode, this season is doubled up with it's not just Ben's experiences in someone else's body trying to put right what wants wrong. It's also them trying to figure out why Ben did this. Yes. So there's the, the mystery of unsolve of trying to uns, uh, to unsolve or solve that. I mean, trying to solve that. I'm keep I'm thinking unsolved mysteries. That's why <laughs> it's the mystery to how to unsolve. No, but it's it's the mystery on solving why Ben and Al's daughter are working together to do whatever it is they did. So mm -hmm. we're getting a lot of this side of the leap, which we didn't right. before. 
Right. So when you do that on a 44 minute episode, when you take instead of having 40 minutes of of, of Ben's leap and what's going on there, you have 20 minutes of Ben's leap. So it really does limit what you can do or what they're going to show us. Yep. So every time we see Ben, like you said, near death, near death, near death, it has to be ultra heightened experience mm-hmm. because we see him so little because we're working on the mystery on the other side. Yes. I don't know how long this formula will work because right. how long can they drag out why Ben did what he did? Yes. Unless they drag that out, unless they, they figure out, oh, this is why, and we can't do anything about it, let's just keep showing him leaping. Because that's why Quantum Leap worked. Every episode, it was almost like an anthology because every episode was a brand new story. You know, new place, new year, no lo- new location, new issues, new hurdles to overcome. You know, you literally could have – that's why the show was so unique, in my opinion, why it was so amazing, is because, yes, you had the constant of Al and Sam, but all the other sub-characters around them were different. And not mm-hmm. just weak, not just because you – know, but different in fact it was different years. Yep as well you Mm -hmm. know so that's that's one thing i thought was cool um they did like find this thing that ben and al's daughter i think janice were working on where they found like this one particular point ben was trying to leap to in time but they don't know what it is they have to figure that out Mm -hmm. um yeah because because they were trying to, they, they found the encrypted hard drive, which everybody yeah. has everything encrypted, but you know, they're able to break through it because they it's TV. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's like, Oh, maybe I'm trying to look at this in two dimensional, but it's meant to be three dimensional. And yeah, there's one point in time and space that he's trying to get to. Um, we don't know what it is or why. Right. The, the big conceit in the beginning of this episode is that everyone's like, do not let him jog his memory. Don't let him remember because if he did this, he could have turned rogue. And, you know, if he remembers that he might leap out and we won't find him, like he might suddenly remember this is why I did this and turn on us again. So, I mean, it's fairly solid logic. He even says later on, he's like, yeah, that's when she says to him, well, they don't want you to remember what happened. He's like, oh, because they don't know why I decided to leap without talking to you guys about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, no, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, he's like, I like, would have done the same thing. She's like, of course you would have. Yeah, because you're banning. You do the right thing every time. Yeah. But, yeah, so I did like that. And then, like, later on when he's talking to, you know, um, I, you know I can't think of his name, her boss. Mm-hmm. Um, Magic? Even, yeah, yeah. Even he's just like, yeah, I mean, hey, we. he's like, I'm used to the military where you bark orders, and I can't do this here, and I need to accept that. We need to work together and be honest and open and just so we can figure this out, you know? Yep. So. Excuse me. I still, I still enjoy the show. Don't get me wrong. Yes. Yep. But it's just one of those things where it's like they, they kind of paint themselves in corners with it. Mm-hmm. Just like the rookie does. <sighs> Don't you love – that he gets that golden ticket and he chooses to be a training officer. I want to get back on track to be a training officer. And yeah, like literally everybody tells him you would be stupid to do that. He's like, yep, yeah. that's what I want to do. You could always move down. Like you could take the golden ticket to become a detective, do your training and then say, I think I'm going to step back and do training officer. Like yeah. take the higher position and then you can move down. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, you know, oh, be a be a canine handler. You get called on the weekends. You get two hundred dollars an hour. You know what I mean? And, and you get to keep the dog. Yeah. Right. So, but what they just, don't mention is that the dog is not your best friend. The dog is your working partner. And right. Yeah. So this whole episode, though, is centered around Rosalind being brought to court by the, you know, transferred to court because apparently, you know, in the world of COVID, we still can't do remotes. They would not transport her from prison to the jail. They would do this remotely. Plain yes, and simple. they would. Yes, because they this would. was a, this was not a this was not a jury trial she was appearing for. It was a hearing. Right. And you don't know? forget, The Rookie is one of those shows that pretty much never acknowledged COVID. Like they had. Correct. That's true. They, they didn't want to bring the real world into their fantasy world. Right. So, of course, she has this lawyer. Wesley knows who the lawyer is. Like, they kind of went to the same school together. She's a Richie Richie, you know, and she's like, oh, my client deserves to have me changed and blah, 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 blah. And then the lawyer kills the one guard in the room with them. And then Rosalind, they, like, change their outfits and Rosalind escapes. And she goes and starts killing a bunch of people. And then she Including goes. Including the girl's parents. Yeah, that she kills the girl's parents. They've captured the girl. Won't tell her where she is. Rosalind um, carving Rosalind's name in her arm. Yeah, yeah, she's saying kills Chen's boyfriend when well when he's not dead yet. He still has a pulse. Slits his wrist to make it look like a suicide when it was clearly a murder. But and she her did it and, the vertical way. <laughs> her and yeah, she went down the road instead of across the street. Uh, her and Bradford were gonna do some brown sugar, brown cow because they were still undercover technically, and they just wanted to they wanted to screw is what it comes yeah. down to. And uh, just to, even Bradford's like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't do this. And then he comes yeah. in, and then she discovers, you know, this guy is almost dead there, and yeah. so now she's gonna have that trauma to deal with. Yeah. Oh, I was about to cheat on my boyfriend. With and my Rosalind's on the loose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. let's not forget that Bradford and Chen, you know, they, they are going to go undercover still, and then they have to fly out of state. And this would not happen. Like, they've been undercover for a week. You know what I mean? Like, they're not mm-hmm. high. Like, it's just, it's the same thing on SVU. People go, people on, on, on SVU and undercover constantly for the convenience of the story. Uh-huh. So they get they have to go to Vegas or they don't know where they're going, but they're flying out. So, of course, the rich rookie cop is like, well, I can be like, oh, we got to get the L.A. plane. And, oh, we got to roll this paperwork and blah, blah, blah. I was like, I can have a private jet ready in 45 minutes. What kind of caviar do you guys like? Now I'll just get a variety. They follow him to Vegas. Don't notify Vegas PD initially. Just show up, you know, run their undercover <laughs> Which, sting. Hello. Yeah. Run their undercover sting, and then when Bradford gets and Chen get made and get attacked, boom, they show up and save the day and arrest the bad guys. Oh, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. This show has gone from being, like, realistic. And I won't say super realistic, but it's gone from being realistic to being a circus. Yes. And I will Oh, and don't forget that they brought Nyla in. In all of her pregnant glory, barely able to walk just to remind us that she's on the show. Yeah. I will maintain I still enjoy the show because I like Nathan Fillion. Yeah. I like Nolan's character. I like Uh Chen's character. I really like Bradford's character. Yes. I don't like the idea of Bradford and Chen being in a relationship because he's he's to me, he's like he's everyone's dad. Yep. He's dadford to his rookies and the way he treats them. And he's he's like I understand it's fake. I understand it's acting. It's it's character driven. You know, it's a character, made up character, blah, blah, blah. 
Bradford's an excellent trainer. Like, like, like if you wanted to be a trainer in real life, you should model yourself after Bradford because mm-hmm. he's an excellent trainer, you know? Yes. Yep. So you can learn from this fictional character how to be a good trainer, essentially. But yeah. Now, now, did you follow that up by watching the spinoff Rookie Feds? No, I'm not watching that. I watched it. Think. Don't watch the Rookie Feds. Yeah, I didn't think so. I know, doesn't Nolan show up just for like yep. the, the, the nod and wink? Hey. Yeah, he gives her a ride to the airport. Yeah. And then as soon as she as soon as she gets there, she's given a desk job in like the records retention room. Because they're like, what, yeah. you thought we were going to make you a field agent? You're in the FBI. You don't get to be that. And she's partnered with an ex-actor who was on a show called Vampire Cop. And everybody knows him because he was super sexy and always had his shirt off. And then she does that same thing that she did in the last episode where, you know, the the officers who have been doing this for years are like, yeah, we know what we're doing. We're going to do this. She goes, "Uh, uh-uh, no, what you got to do, you got to talk to this guy over here and he'll know what's going on. And I figured the whole case out without any of y'all's help. And it was very contrite and very annoying. And I love Niecy Nash. I think she's a great actress. She's doing great in Dahmer. Um, Yeah. I want to see more of her actually in Dahmer than um, I saw Julia sent me a meme the other day and it showed the guy who's playing his dad and then it showed uh, what's his name there? John C. Riley and then Dahmer and it said, stop giving this guy children to raise. (laughs) It was great. But, um, but yeah, so I like DC Nash. I will not be watching any more of this show. This is, it's terrible because it's it's built on the rookie at this point. It's not built on the first season of the rookie mm-hmm. that was so good and dark and Correct. realistic and Correct. gritty. It's built on this version that is a circus. So now this is a federal circus. Are you guys watching The Patient? Nope. Okay. Uh, we watched three more. We, we caught up to episode six, so we're all okay. caught up. We had watched three. Now we've watched the other three. There's one more episode. Um, yeah, there's four more episodes. Uh, whew, it took a turn we weren't expecting. We're, we we really enjoy it. Like we enjoy it thoroughly. Can't we look wait. forward to it. Yeah, yeah. I also love that it's so digestible in length. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to that part. Yeah, it really is digestible lengthwise. Um, I think the only thing we have left is Andor and She-Hulk. Yep. Uh, so She-Hulk, what did you think of this episode? This episode was called The Retreat, and I honestly loved everything about this episode. Um, yeah, I, I called it from the beginning. I called it from last episode, you know, the little yeah. puncher at the end. Um, but I, I loved everything about this. I thought that it was uh, it was really honest. I won't even say realistic. It was honest yeah. watching her portrayal with the phone, you know, and getting yes. ghosted by the guy. Like I felt her pain because I felt that before, you know, I've dealt with that stuff before. It was very real. And, and while I was like cringing for her at the same time, I was like, I get it. I get it. Um, but basically the, the abominations PO calls her up and he's like, Hey, uh, got a malfunction on his inhibitor, uh, anklet. So I got to head up there and she's like, okay, go ahead. And he's like, well, 
we don't really have the manpower to send police with me. So I was wondering if, you know, maybe you could come up as She-Hulk. And she's like, oh. But, of course, she's got nothing else going on this weekend because she was ghosted by the guys. So she's like, fine, I'll go up with you. And um, She doesn't want to be there at first. Um, and the guy makes her change into She-Hulk. Like, she just wants to show up as Jen, as his lawyer. Yeah. And he's right. like, no, no, be She-Hulk just in case. You know, he abominations out. And this is where Tim Roth is a fucking amazing actor. Like, this guy has done so many different things. And his portrayal of Blonsky was just amazing in this. I loved seeing the little motivational posters on the wall. Like, today yep. is today, Emil Blonsky. Yep. <laughs> but he's um, basically running a, a therapy group, you know, a, yes. a retreat for quote-unquote super-powered individuals who are struggling with things. Yeah, um, you know, they just find out, yeah, there was a legit error. He didn't really do anything wrong. So the probation officer resets the anklet and takes off. And then Jen goes outside and there's two of the guests or whatever people that live there, residents, and they're battling and they damage your car. And yep. she can't start it anymore. Um, Van Bull and like, El, he's not a matador, but he's like. He's, he's, a, he's a matador. Yeah, yeah he looks like a matador and he's yeah. fighting a man bull. Uh, El, El Aguilar. Yes. Yes. Um, but I love the whole montage of their staying there. You know, she meets Porcupine, Sac uh, Saracen, and Wrecker um, of the Wrecking Crew. And she's like, yes. oh, you. And she attacks him. She's like, hey, I'm sorry. I thought, hey, if I had like a, a you know, a, whatever it was, a superpowered crowbar, I could like do stuff. And I realized like, hey, I can't, you know, and I'm sorry. And. So you assume that he's going to try to do something to her. And, and instead we get this whole awesome episode of them being at the resort and her being She-Hulk and then her being Jen kind of the hijinks behind it all. And, and, you know, her getting in touch time, with feelings. Yeah. Her time in the sauna or whatever it was like, it was fantastic. And we see the, like at the end, the inner cuts of Josh, the guy that she went on all these dates with that they took it really slow and everything that, um, you know, he was working for us. Hulkling? Hulk King. Hulk King, yeah. Not Hulk, Hulk King. And, um. Got some of her blood. Got some of her blood. And, uh, allegedly. Like, we didn't see yeah, him. We didn't actually we didn't see, see them do the it. Needle. Well, I kept waiting for her. Like, she kept, like, scratching her neck. And I kept waiting yeah. for her to find, like, a puncture wound or something. Yeah. And she didn't. Um. They didn't need the giant needles they made to try to break her skin because she was Jen when they took it. Yep. Um, I wonder if that's going to make a difference. And then he cloned her phone. Yep. So. So this. So I had originally posited that I wanted to see Thunderbolt Ross as part of this. Yeah. And then I had sent you that news article saying that Harrison Ford might be considering a run yeah. as Thunderbolt Ross for the Thunderbolts movie because, yeah. you know, William Hurt passed away last year. Uh, so he obviously can't be him anymore, but they could recast the actor like they chose not to with T'Challa out of respect for Chadwick Boseman and everything that he did. I mean. It's not to say they're disrespecting William Hurt, but, you know, this is the type of character. William Hurt's character basically was in, like, part of a movie, and then he wasn't even the main character, and then he was in, like, a PS somewhere. Yeah. 
Uh, it's the same way that in Iron Man, you know, they had to recast Rhodey. And they did. Yes. And Don Cheadle's been doing a phenomenal job. So yeah. it it was interesting that, you know, we're moving along with this Hulk King um, person. And now we get this news article that says, oh, Harrison Ford might be playing him. I don't know if that's coincidence. I don't know if that's actual, you know, good yeah. prediction. But, yeah. Still no PS at the end of the episode. I mean, we got the stinger at the end that showed what happened there, but no actual, like, post credit scene, which I think this episode could have had a million of them as just, like, outtakes from the yurt. or Well, sometimes if you just watch the animated Mm. credits you get little stories about i things. like some of those yeah yeah it's like the opening animated credit of of alien of alien resident alien changes every episode yes you know yep. and it, you know and which and it looks like one of those like airline cartoon diagrams and it's funny so oh by the way can we just go back for a second speaking of resident alien changing i like when yeah. he was doing his farewell tour and he went to the boy and he's like i drew you a picture of myself because you've never seen me and he's like you're not leaving. And he's like, yes, I am. And he's like, no, you took the time to draw me a picture of yourself and hand deliver it. Like that, that means that you care enough about me that you're not going anywhere. And he just like walks away. He's like, see you later. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> um, but yeah, she Hulk was great. Uh, was that episode seven? We've only got two. Was. Left. We've got two episodes left. Yeah. And we and still haven't seen here. daredevil yet. So. I know. And you know what, though? It's it's good. It's like we don't really need him to be oh. in every episode. Oh, no. I'm trying to convince myself. What? Yeah. Oh, no. Well, I just thought Daredevil. And who does Daredevil have? Kingpin. King. Hulk King. Oh. Hopefully. I mean, not. he would have the resources and the wherewithal to set something yeah. like that up. He would have lackeys and toadies, and I wonder if that's where they're going with that. You know, we know that after Hawkeye, um, and from the stuff that we've seen online, that Echo shot him, yeah. and it's believed that like he suffered something like a, a catastrophic eye damage or something. So maybe he's looking for the blood as a regenerative thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. As long as it's not just some nerd down in his basement who's like, you know, no, I'm going to be the Hulk King. Like, yeah, I hope not. God, that'd be annoying. Yes, it would. Andor, last last TV show, Andor. Yes. What'd you think of episode four? Um, two things. One, this was an explanation episode. Like, there was a lot less action in this one. Um, yep. There was a lot more like character building, world story building, building setup. Yep. Yep. Um, this is. I wish that they did with. I wish that they did this with more Star Wars stuff. Like watching these, as dumb as this sounds, watching these bureaucratic meetings where they're sitting around a room talking about you know who's in charge of what, what status reports they need to file, stuff like that. Like the stuff of the empire that has nothing to do with Vader, that has nothing to do with the Skywalkers, just this is how the empire came into power. Yes. They took it through force, but yes. then they have to have the bureaucracy to back it. And I'm yeah. not saying that I'm a fan of bureaucracy. I fucking hate bureaucracy, but I like seeing the sides of star Wars that flesh it out as a real universe and not yes. just the Jedi show. 
Yes. Which I love the Jedi show, obviously. I mean, yeah. That's why I'm a Star Wars fan. But it is really fun seeing this different side of, of the Star Wars universe, like what the ordinary people are doing. What the exactly. Republic, yeah. What the Republic, like you said, the Empire was doing outside of Vader and and everything, you know, the, 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 the low end of it, if you will, you know. Yeah. How the rebellion was starting and why it was starting and who these. Right. I mean, this was five people on a planet and they're just like, dude. We're going to do some shit. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. dropped Saw Gerrera. Yeah. Yeah. We got, uh, yes, they name dropped Saw Gerrera, of course. Uh, we got to see Mon Mothma. Yep. You know, I uh, thought. Talking to Rael. I thought that he said Leia, but it's just his accent. He was saying Clea. Yeah. Which I think was Claire, but he was like, oh, well, Claire can reach me. Claire, can I get those? And I was like, Wait, and I literally backed it up, and I'm like, did he say Leia? Because this, you know, this is five years before the Battle of Yavin, so yeah. she'd be about the right age. But no, it was not Leia. But I really do enjoy the hell out of it. Um, hmm. Like you, you said it. You hit it right on the uh, on the head there. The other ordinary people. Yes. You know the yes, they're freedom fighters and stuff. But again, that's one of the reasons that Rogue One was so good. They were just people. You know, right. these are just normal people. I'm, you know, we got the the amazing ground battle with the stormtroopers and the rebellion, you know, and we got to see that unbelievable cameo, if you will, by Darth Vader at the end. Yes. Right. But. Oh, man, that was so good. But the whole movie was good and yes. we only got that cameo at the end, but it was perfectly set up for that, how they rolled Rogue One right into A New Hope. Yeah. Um, but I think that's why Rogue One, even though it's not part of Saga, if you will, even though it is, but it's not part of the Star, you know, the Skywalker Saga, right. if you will, um, is such a damn good movie because we got to see what the other side was doing. Yeah. You know? And now we're getting to see what led to Rogue One. So we're getting the Rogue One prequel to see what, you know, built up to what eventually became Rogue One. So again, we're getting to see what the other side is doing, what the normal quote unquote people are doing. Um, and it's compelling and it's good storytelling. And it's the opening invasion on Hoth in empire, you know? Yes. Dagobah was Awesome. Yes, the betrayal at Cloud City was epic. The torture yeah. scene, you know, th- there was so much going on. This the showdown, the loss of the hand, but that opening scene where you were watching the regular guys in trenches fighting the giant mechanical camels, and yes. you know the giant nipple boob guns, and yep. the escape from the planet, like that was compelling. That was epic. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I'm really digging it. And don't get me wrong, I love Mandalorian. You know what I mean? Mandalorian is perfect in its own way. It's that part of the story that still has the tie-in, if you will, especially during Boba Fett with seeing Luke and and Grogu's training and everything else. Um, And I love how they run that part of it. But man, Andor is so good. I think another thing that it comes down to is... And it's going to take a little explaining, but it's the difference between having a main character and having no main characters. Like, who was the main character of Rogue One? Um, right. You know, you could say Jin, but it wasn't really. 
because Andor had a big part in that. Saw Gerrera, you know, Chiwetuwe. Yeah. Like they were, they were all important characters, but there I mean, wasn't like we weren't following her consistently. Only. No, it, it was kind of like the, the main, like she's kind of the main focus because it was her dad that created the Death Star, yeah. and that's why she's kind of doing this mission because she can get to him where no one else can. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it was really about all these other characters and Saul Guerrero and everything else and the mission of getting these plans and what these people sacrificed to accomplish what they accomplished. Yeah. And, and then um, you've got like the Skywalker saga where you have like four or five main characters, but they're like the, this, the entire story revolves just around them, like all the time. Uh, the Mandalorian, yeah. it's Mando. Like he has side characters that come yeah. in, but it's Mando and Grogu. Um, right. So when you can step back and you could say, yes, this show is called Andor. Yeah. We're getting his history, but he is such like this episode. His name was Clem. Yep, <laughs> like that's true. Yeah. His co his undercover name was Clem during this operation. Yeah. Because even the people they were working with, they didn't want to know. They didn't want them to know who he was. And I liked that. He didn't get any shit for it. He's like, give yourself a name. And he's like, Clem. And he's like, okay, you're Clem for the next couple of weeks. Like he didn't yeah. say that's a dumb name or, you know, try something else. He was just like, yeah. okay, that's it. That's yeah. first name that came to your mind. But yeah, like this well, that, show was called Andor, but it's about all that's of them. A, That was his dad's name or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're right. It, it's just, I don't know. I, I just, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Me too. I'm excited to see where it goes. What would you do? If some writer came up with a super creative way to save Andor and and Jane Erso from dying at the end of Rogue One, would you be pissed off? Yeah. Would you be happy? No, I think – I don't know that I would be pissed, but I would be upset. I, I would feel cheated. Like, not that they – not that I need them to be dead, mm-hmm. but I feel like – that was the whole point. Like everything, they gave up everything just to get those plans to lay out. Yeah. That was it. They literally, they wanted to undo the sins of the past. They wanted to, you know, he had sins, she had sins, her dad sins, you know, they wanted to undo this and they were like, we are just cogs. We are just normal people. And that's why their deaths meant something because they were just people. They yeah. weren't the main character who, you know, swooped out at the last second and, and right. got away and, Oh, no, getting all, getting all worked up about it again. Uh, Movies. Did you watch any movies? Zero. Uh, I watched a shit ton of movies. So let's start out with, uh, I watched a documentary called Facing Nolan. It's on Netflix. It's about the pitcher, Nolan Ryan, why he's the greatest pitcher of all time. Uh, Great documentary. If you like baseball, you'll like this. If you like Nolan Ryan, you'll love this. Um, I would give it a hard push if you like sports documentaries. Okay. So pretty cut and dry. Okay. Um, we had a, a Stephen King double feature. Uh, my wife, Johnny, and I, she had never seen uh, – she's never seen a bunch of movies, by the way. Uh, but, like, she – so we watched uh, Misery and Pet Cemetery. Uh, uh, the original Pet Cemetery yes, or the new yes, one? Okay, yes, yes, yes. In 1989 Pet I Cemetery, I assumed, yes. but I had to ask because I knew that people listening would be yeah. like, wait, what's he talking about? So Misery we watched first because Kaden likes Kathy Bates, and she okay. had never seen the movie. We're watching the movie, and like, 
she was just blown away kind of like how good Kathy Bates was in this movie. And <laughs> right. she's like, did she win any, like, did, finally she's like, did she like win an award or anything for this? Like this is just, and I look, Oh, let's have a look. See, uh, yeah. Uh, she won the Academy award and a golden globe <laughs> and a bunch of other little awards. But yeah, she uh-huh. won the Oscar for playing, um, Annie Wilkes. Yeah. Um, deservedly. Yes. Yes. So if you haven't seen misery, go watch it. It's fantastic. It's, it, it's, it's just good. It's about it's a based on a Stephen King novel. It's about an author who finishes writing a book and he crashes his car on a mountain road in the winter and he gets rescued by his biggest fan and shit turns sideways. And what's great, it's pre-Internet. It's it's 1990. It's pre-Internet. It's pre cell phones, smartphones. I think they actually did have cell phones on it. But like, um, yeah, it's great. Um, then we watched the Pet Cemetery, and and again the, the horrible main accents mm-hmm. and the call, like why would they do that? Why would they like you know like he just his his, they, his cat came back hating him. Let's go bury my son in there. Oh, when that doesn't work, I'm gonna bury my wife at the end. So like my wife had those same issues. Everyone does. Uh, um, how did she handle the scene? Where he puts his feet on the floor and little Gage. Oh, don't, don't, don't say it. Don't say it. (laughs) Ah, no, we all had problems with that. Yeah, that is literally, (laughs) I've never met anybody who can handle that scene. It's, oh. Yeah, Mm. like even when Gage takes and and slices his mouth, like across his mouth and and cuts his cheeks. That's not bad. That's not as bad. That's not as bad as the Achilles cut. Yeah. Yeah. So we watched those. Uh, My wife's summation is I enjoyed them, but I don't need to watch those again. Fair enough. Uh, and then the rest were all like new, new movies. Like I watched Lou, the Netflix movie. That? I really enjoyed it. Hmm. You should watch it. will probably be up for awards. Yep. I really enjoyed it. That was very good. Well done. Good action. Good story. Like I liked it. Nice. Uh, we wa- I watched do revenge. We're holding off on that because we want to do it in spooky season. So, but how do was revenge? It? You don't, yeah. that's not a spooky movie. No, no. They said that it was like Heather's meets mean girls. It's like strangers on a train kind of as well. Okay. With a twist, maybe Heather's. I don't know. And you don't need to watch it during spooky season. Okay. It's not worth saving for that, okay. but it's well worth, it's, it's worth your time to watch. Excellent. On Showtime, I watched the kind of like the reboot, reimagining, remake, whatever it is, of Wrong Turn. Oh, okay. Remember the Elijah Dushku movie where they find? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. So th- this was actually very good. Hmm. Yeah, I, it's I'm the surprised. best one. It's the best one in the series. Um, just make sure you watch through the credits. That's not a okay. PS. Just watch the credits. Okay. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, it's a, a good spooky season movie. It's a popcorn movie. Um, yeah. Nice. Uh, two others I watched. Aqua Slash, which is a <laughs> it's about it's about uh, it's a Canadian flick, but they make it take place in Connecticut. But it was shot and filmed in Canada. It's about uh, uh, project graduation party after they graduate. They go traditionally to this water park that they go to every year. Um, so there's nudity. There's sex, there's girls in sexy outfits, there's a, a slasher going around killing people, there's cheesy deaths, there's it, – it's, it's terrible. It is 
terrible. It is 71 minutes long. Everyone needs to go watch it. <laughs> it's just is, a is fun it pieces terrible or is it Oh, I mean, you don't need a <laughs> chainsaw. I mean, you don't need to be in Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Um Yes, it's pieces terrible. Outstanding. With, with a lot more nudity and 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 sexy uh, half half naked women and sex, yeah, gotcha. and drugs and unrealistic storylines and unrealistic situations, but it's Sounds just a lot like Pornhub. No, no, no. It's it's if this was an '80s flick, it would be like The Burning or you know what I mean. Like it's it's a throwback to that cheesy slasher, yeah. unrealistic movie. But you watch it and go, all right, I like this. I'd watch this again. And it's got a cool name called Aqua Slash because it takes place <laughs> at a water park. Fair enough. I watched the uh, Shutter original movie, uh, Sissy. I just watched a trailer for that today. Was that any good? I enjoyed the hell out of it. I almost added it to my list because I realized that I have AMC Plus somehow, yeah, which and Shutter. Shutter's yeah. part of it. Yep. Oh, I think I got AMC Plus for Doctor Who. That's why. Yes, I did as well. I, and that's yeah. the other thing. Like, I got to look those up to see when they renew. Are yeah. they going to auto renew on me? Because like our Disney Plus comes to end next month. <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to decide if I want to package that with Hulu and da 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 da, or if I just want to pay a one-time fee and renew it for the year, or what I'm right. going to do with that. I got to do that. I got to so I got to look up AMC because I could have sworn. I can't remember when I when I activated it. I thought it was actually in November last year, but when I look at my 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 um, renewal day, if you will, it's like January or February or something like that. I tried going on their website. You know, I brought it up, and it is the most stripped down bare site. I couldn't even see something for like billing information. AMC so, plus. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, I can't even remember my sign in information. I don't, I don't know. That's the problem. Like when you buy a year long one, you don't have to go in there again. <laughs> I tell you though, uh, interview with the vampire, I, it keeps popping up over and over again on my list. People yeah. are raving about it, saying how good it is. Really? But yeah, I saw that on there today and I was like, oh, and I watched the trailer. I was like, hmm, interesting. Let's see here. Oh, here we go. Subscription. Okay. No, okay. My annual, my subscription is active. Uh huh. It says annual subscription renews on 11 19 2023. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think I bought two years. Last year, maybe I did. I, I don't know, but it says it renews on 11 19 2023. Hmm. So, okay, how'd you find That's that? A, uh, if you go to AMC Plus and then you go down to the bottom to settings, yeah, and then hit the subscription tab. Oh, see, I don't have a subscription. subscription tab. So, under settings, you have email password support, right? Email password support, and then sign out. Really? Oh wait, there it is. Sorry, it was it was hidden right next to account and then subscription. 
Oh, yeah, okay. I've got annual subscription renews on 11 19 2023. Mine too. Interesting. Did we buy it on the same day last year? And probably. was it a two year subscription? We probably did it because Doctor Who was coming up and we were like, how are we going to watch this? Oh, this is how we'll watch it. Maybe it was a two year subscription. I don't know. We'll see what happens, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'll get an email saying, hey, it's going to renew. Yeah. I started watching Blonde, the Marilyn Monroe biopic on Netflix. Yes. And I got about 30 minutes in, and I was like, there's something not right about this. Okay. And my conclusion is, I came to is that, I didn't realize this, it's a fictional account. Really? It's a fictionalized account of her life. Why would they do that? I, I don't know. But yeah. Huh. Well, now so I don't I like don't, that. I don't know if I'm going to go back to it or not. <coughs> so. Yeah, uh, now I'm less interested in it. Yeah, like I don't think I want to go back to like a... Like when I'm watching... Um, Glorious Bastards, and it's a fictionalized version of World War II. The movie's good, and it doesn't really get up over the top until the end when they Hitler gets blown up and shot up and everything. But the rest of it, that could that, that could have happened in World War II, you know, leading up mm-hmm. to the end. But like going into this, it's like you know for that alt history movie, and it was still good and it was well written, and I like Quentin Tarantino. Uh, but this, like a two-hour and forty-seven-minute movie that is a fictionalized version of this woman's life, like who was a real person, like that, that just seems stupid. Fair enough. Because they're they're not even saying like based on actual events and and dramatized. No, they, I went back and read the description: a fictional account of the life of Marilyn Monroe. Hmm. Yeah, no, I don't like that. I thought that it was supposed to be realistic. Yeah, because, like, one of the first things, like, you know, in or, you know, near the beginning, if you will, is the fact that she um, is involved in a thruple with Charles Chaplin Jr. and Edward Robinson Jr. Okay. That never happened. She was never involved with either one of them. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah. It's just, Already then. Yeah. I don't know. It's just that's yeah. <coughs> yep. I just had an issue with that. I can so, understand that. Yeah, I, it makes me want to watch it less. So. Yeah. <sighs> so that's is that all the movies that you watched or? Yes, that's all of them. Trailers um, and news. Not a whole yeah, lot. We didn't, we didn't have a lot this week. Um, Which means we'll have a ton this week, probably. Yes. Uh, had a trailer for Chucky Season 2, which actually TV Time told me comes back tomorrow. Sweet. I'll check so, it out. i have to check that. Yeah, I remember enjoying the first season. Like, we were yeah. surprised at how much we enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, there was some big news that came out this, this last couple weeks, last week. You know? <laughs> yeah. We got... Uh, 
Well, on Twitter, Ryan Reynolds posted a video talking about uh, Deadpool three. They want to do it right. This is the, you know, this is Deadpool's introduction to the Marvel, the MCU. We got to do it right. And I tried to think of something. I couldn't think of anything. And there's just nothing up there. And I didn't know what to do. And blah, 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 blah. But I mean, like, we did kind of come up with one idea. And then someone in the distant background walks by. And you're like, is that is that who I think it is? And he just go, hey, Hugh, you want to play Wolverine again? Yeah, sure, Ryan. And that's it. And it's just like, and then like September 2024. And you're like, yep. Uh, And then like the next day, Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds released a second Twitter video where they sit down to tell us they're going to answer all the questions or timeline questions, Logan Cannon, MCU stuff, blah, 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 blah. And they start talking and like, you know, Logan happened in 2029. That still happened. That's a thing. We're not touching that. But in this one, and then what song did they play? Jitterbug. Yeah, Jitterbug. And you can't hear anything they're saying, but they're moving around and like they imply like that Logan's going to smash Deadpool in the back of the head with his antimantium claws several times and this and that and everything. And their music is like, thank you, Kevin Feige. Yeah, thanks, Kevin Feige. You know, blah, blah, blah. I watched a a follow-up video to that where a professional lip reader lip read from them. And it was literally just them saying things like, you know, and then we're going to have this big explosion and yeah, it's going to be, and then there's going to be a guy going like, and like punching and there's going to be punching and kicking. Like it actually made sense. So basically they were completely fucking with us. Like, and all of them made sense. All the lip reading made sense. He's like, yeah, this is what I do. And, yeah, I know. Like, I've read a couple people online pissed off that Hugh Jackman's coming back as Wolverine. I say, you know, fuck you. I, no, I don't want to um, know these people. <laughs> right. Well, no. And what it is is because like there's another actor that would be perfect for Logan and the MCU to play Wolverine, and we should get this new Wolverine that's going to play Wolverine going forward. Why are we going back to Hugh Jackman for one more time? You know, if we're going to officially introduce Wolverine to the MCU, it should be this new actor and this and that and everything. And I have faith that they're going to make it make sense. I have yep. faith that Logan, this Logan's going to kick ass. And um, they're already working on the multiverse. So, yeah. right. you know, we've, we've got the multiverse. We've got Kang the Conqueror. So it's entirely possible that we're going to have Hugh Jackson or Hugh Jack- Jackman, Hugh Jackman yeah. as you know, Wolverine, we might have 15 different Wolverines. We you might know, get we the might little see girl Zach, that played Weapon X from Logan. We might see Zach Efron as Wolverine. We might yeah. see Taron Egerton as Wolverine. We might see um, Will Ferrell as Wolverine at this point, the way that right. these guys work together. You know, we could see a bunch of different Wolverines across the multiverse yep. before he lands in 616, where yep. the MCU is taking place. I mean, he had um, the time travel device from Cable at the end of Deadpool 2, and he was using it to true. go back and change things. So yeah. he could he could end up. He went back and killed the Deadpool from the, the from the Wolverine movie. Yep. And so. he also killed Ryan Reynolds for looking at Green Lantern. Yeah. yeah uh, he killed yeah. Hitler in one of the deleted scenes. So. Yep. Yep. Speaking of killing. Uh, the documentary, I love you. You hate me about Barney. I'm excited to watch this, to be honest. Yeah. Like it's basically talking about how Barney was meant to be such a beacon of light and hope and love. Yeah. And there people were people out there him. Death hating on him. Yeah. yeah. So, 
And it's not, it's a series on Peacock, a limited mm-hmm. series. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sam Raimi's remaking uh, Magic, the Anthony Hopkins uh, ventriloquist movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I saw Sam Raimi's name. I said, cool, yep. I'll do it. Um, Taika Waititi's Time Bandits TV show has Lucy Kudrow. Uh, I don't, I don't care. I, I didn't even realize that Taika Waititi was doing Time Bandits as a TV That's show. That's the big, my big takeaway. Not yeah. so much. Oh, Lisa Kudrow has been oh, cast. Oh yeah, I, I he's doing the Time Bandits that. TV show. Yeah. Yeah, and it's supposed to tie into the movie too. Yeah. So that's even better. Uh, the spoiler alert trailer. That looks great. It Jim does. Parsons. Yeah. Really heartfelt. Like that's going to be yeah. a tug at the heartstrings. Yeah. For sure. And then again, you talked about Harrison Ford being rumored to play Thunderbolt, uh, General yep. Ross, I mean, in the Thunderbolts. Yep. So that'll be interesting because I thought that he was he had, like they after this Indiana Jones movie, he's done acting. Mm. So. Well, this week, there was also a story for like 24 hours that said Bruce Willis is retiring and he's selling his facial likeness to an AI company so that he can continue to be in like commercials and stuff. And then like 24 hours later, it was like, no, Bruce Willis is not selling his. So this could be another one of those where like yeah. somebody heard something and then Harris Ford's going to be like, no, I'm not going to be in it. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Six seasons in a movie. Hashtag and a movie is now trending, <laughs> which is outstanding. It is. Um, yeah, Community is going to get a movie on Peacock. So thank you Yahoo for giving them the six seasons. Yeah. Thanks yeah. Netflix for keeping it alive, and now thank you Peacock for giving us the the movie. Uh, I don't know that Donald Glover is coming back. Yeah, I don't know. Chevy either. Chase is definitely not coming back. No, no. Um, Hunt, North Korean. <laughs> or North Korea, a Korean action movie comes out December 2nd. Looks phenomenal. Yep. Right up your alley. Yep. Uh, and then you sent me the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer, and I'm not watching it. I debated watching it. I will say this about it without giving anything really away. There's two big things. Well, three big things in here. One is we get a much better look at Namor and he looks fucking amazing, dude. Um, there's like one scene where he's like running through the air, kind of like what, uh, Ms. Marvel was doing, except it's his winged, you know, the little wings on his ankles. So he's like, don't, don't, don't it fucking great. Uh, two, we actually get to see a couple of shots of Riri as, uh, Ironheart and, you know, the same thing with her being inside the armor. We've got the heads up display like you see on uh, <coughs> War Machine or Iron Man. So that's cool. And definitely you're going to see this all over the media anyway. But basically we get a shot of the next Black Panther and you can tell that it is a a female form like this is a svelte female form. Yeah. Um, so people are wondering if it's. Um, Shuri, or if it's um, oh God, I can't remember her name. I the know captain, about the though. captain of yes. the Dora Milaje, or yeah. if it's um, his girlfriend who was doing all the work on the outside, you know, out in the world. Well, I'm I'm excited for the movie. Um, you know what I'm more excited for though? No, Shazam! Sorry, Black Adam. I'm really excited for Black Adam. Um, the more 
trailers I see for that or commercials or whatever that you know pops up, and the the more excited I get to watch it. You know what else it makes? It makes me want to go back and finish watching Doom Patrol. Oh, because I stopped after season two. And I really I want to go back and rewatch it with Julia because she's never seen any of it. And the first season was so good. Alan Tudyk as yeah. Mister Nobody. Oh, yeah, Doom Patrol was really good. And um, what first was his season. name? Uh, Curtis. All I can think of is Booger. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, as the uh, cockroach Ezekiel. <laughs> but yeah, I want to I want to go back and rewatch that and then finish it out because I think they've got a fourth season coming. But anyway, I'm I'm not sure. I but watched yes, the first season. Black Adam. Yeah. Well, that's it for me. That's it for me as well. All right. I'm on Twitter. I'm Superstar Mel. I'm the Quantum Geek, G3GK. That's, that's our show. Talk to you next week. Beep, beep.